Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. My soul is being lifted. Tuning in to hear King Pete, I feel gifted. Shoot it straight to anchor quick before I miss it. Only dialogue we speak be unscripted. Only dialogue we speak be unscripted. Welcome to the show. We thank you all for listening. Pete Divide, we laying. I'm saying keep your opinion. Then tell them only way to debate it is unscripted. Dialogue. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. It's your boy, Conjavius Phillips, a.k.a. King P. And before I get started, I'd just like to say, do not try to contain the problem when it can be corrected. I have a little bit of money and not enough patience. So if it can be avoided, please miss me with it. But if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. Again, that's Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. And on Twitter at I am underscore Conjavius. Again, that's Twitter at I am underscore Conjavius. And yes, my friend, it is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I hope you all have had a great week, and I hope you all have an even better weekend. And my friends, I took the week off. I did absolutely nothing at all. I mean, I played Scrabble with my mom. And she beat me a couple of times. I guess it's all fun and games until somebody lose, right? Right. But, I mean, I feel refreshed. My mind, my body. I just feel good. So, I'm ready to tackle the next few weeks. So, let's go, let's go, let's go. What's up? Let's go. But I did conduct a poll last night. And I was very shocked by what I read. And we had 46 contestants. And the question read, sis, when you get married, will you, one, change your last name to his, two, hyphenate your last name, three, keep your last name? Of course, the vast majority said change your last name to his. But, like, almost a third said hyphenate the last name. And I reached out to a couple of them, and I didn't get any response. But whenever I do, more than likely I'll share it with you all. Maybe there'll be a panel question or something. Maybe there'll be a panel question or something. And like two or three said, keep their own last name. Which, hey, if you got your reasons, I can understand. But the poll really shocked me, and I thought I should share that with you all. Because I thought that was very, very interesting. But Manny, the floor is yours. Again, thank you for listening. To the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast, it's your boy Conjavius Phillips, aka Game P. You already know. Manny, the floor is yours. What's up and welcome to Ghetto Sports, Sports Talk with Free Flavor. We're looking into the bubble. There's these are uh, eight playoff uh playing games. You know, they're not going to determine if anyone's close to the eighth seed by four games, there will be a play in series to go to see who's gonna be that eighth seed to play the number one seed. Now, everybody's going back and forth talking about, you know, Portland is the scariest team. That they, if they get into the tournament and play the Lakers, you know, that might be the upset. You know, or you look in the East. Really, they're not even talking about the East. They're just really talking about the West. But it's, Portland is, is that, that scary team. Memphis has the eighth spot. And their star player, John Morant, is saying, it's not fair. Now, they earned that eighth spot. Why don't they just go into the playoffs as the eighth spot? But, like I said, to uh, get up interest to the fans, 
you want to see uh, the other players, other teams, the San Antonio's, the Portland's, you know, battle for this spot. And they want, everybody want to see Zion battle for these spots to see if they can make that, that run for the, the number eight spot. But in reality, do any of these eight spot teams have a chance to bump off the number one seeds? The number one seed in the West is the Lakers. The number one seed in the East is most likely the Bucks. Will these teams be able to bump them off? Yes, in these little eight games we're playing right now, the Nets beat the Bucks in a one game. The Suns beat the Clippers. You know, so in any given night, somebody can beat somebody, but can they beat them in a series? That's what we're looking at in the bubble right now. What's going on? Outside the bubble, baseball. You have baseball. Uh, they're trying to keep up their image and trying to work around things. And now they're revisiting, you know, uh, the, some organizations revisiting how they play is supposed to react or act outside the bubble. So we won't have a situation like the Marlins have, like the Cardinals are having. You know, they're trying to see what is life outside the bubble since we don't have these rules and regulations that the bubble has. And speaking on that, the NFL is doing stricter guidelines to their players since they're not in a bubble, what you can and cannot do when you're not with the team. That's why maybe some players are opting out. What would your team look like because players are opting out? That's the key thing in the NFL. Will you still be that powerhouse with certain players opting out? Like the Patriots got seven players so far that opt out. Will they be the same team? You know, you got other players, other places with key players opting out. Will they be the same team? That's the question. Team P, let me know. If you was a player, will you opt in or opt out? Peace. Okay, okay. Thank you, Manny, for providing us with another great segment. And thank you for joining the show. But to start off, I'd like to say I've already told you I feel like the players shouldn't be playing. And if they're not playing, I feel like they shouldn't have any pressure on them. Okay, moving on. NBA, I feel like the teams that are already guaranteed and comfortable where they are in the playoff rankings, I feel like they're coasting, like the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks. Um, You can see the Trailblazers are getting hot. The Rockets are playing okay. But if you want to be honest, the Pelicans could have stayed at home. That's why they made that um, the 89 see play you see who getting playoffs whatever that's why they did that so zion could play a couple more games really is going to be between memphis and the pelicans and it's funny you mentioned that um no one is talking about the east but i've been hearing people comparing the east and the west as equal so you know there's just a different viewpoint that i've heard and read however you have your opinion they have theirs speaking on baseball i'm loving it right now my Atlanta braves are rocking it you know they've dropped a couple but we've been winning more than we've been losing so i'm pretty happy about that and the sport i'm almost ready to see which is football 
Let's go, Falcons. Rise up. Let's go. I'm ready to see some football. I am ready to see some football. And I really feel like my Atlanta Falcons are being slept on. And I think I'm thinking we're being underrated by a lot, a lot of people. And we're going to shock a lot, a lot of people. But like I said, rise up. But Manny, thank you for joining the show. And thank you for providing us with another great segment. My name is Con Javius Phillips, aka King P. You already know. And I'll be right back. If you haven't realized it yet, you're listening to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. One of the best podcasts there are. Yeah, I said it. Starting out the gates hot. It's Big J, Lonely Stone, just saying what I say. You know, back to the show. King P, thank you for all you do. Wake up, wake up. What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. It's your boy, King P. You already know. And if you're driving right now, I hope you're having a safe commute. And if you made it to your destination safely, I'm glad you've made it safe. And before I get started, I'd like to say, if you haven't already, please, please, please check out the website at unscripteddialogue.com. Again, that is unscripteddialogue.com. And before I transition on to the trending topic, I'd like to say we're eight months and seven days into the new year. I guess it's not a new year anymore. But on this podcast, I have repeatedly said this quarantine period was either going to speed some stuff up, slow some stuff down, or cancel some things. And I am a living witness that it has done all three. And I'm only speaking from personal experience. But I'm here to say, as long as you embrace this time and took this time, to better yourself or your situation, you've, you're you doing a great job. It may seem hard or it may seem tough. You're doing a great job. The only thing you can do is try to get better every day. Like I always say, progression, progression, progression. I know it gets hard. I know it feels like sometimes we're not moving. But keep putting your best foot forward. But training topic is on the way. Thank you. Well, it's that time to be nosy. Uh, let's see what everyone is talking about. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. We'll talk about this. Okay, okay, what's trending right now? First off, let me start off by saying rest in peace to Congressman John Lewis. And he's known for saying that our vote is the most powerful nonviolent tool that we have. And election time is around the corner, so please, please pay attention to what I'm about to say. What's trending right now, the New York AG sues to dissolve the NRA. The lawsuit claims the NRA leadership spent funds improperly engaged in self-dealing and made false or misleading disclosures. Everyone knows that gun control is a hot subject in America. And my opinion on gun control is people have the right to bear arms by virtue of the Second Amendment. But to think gun control is the government coming to your home and taking away your guns is hysterical. No one is advocating for that. Not me, at least. I feel like everyone should be able to protect themselves. But I feel like the ones who shouldn't have them or who's not supposed to have them don't get them. Like the kids, the felons, the terrorists whatever if you don't need them 
You don't need to have them. Like I said, election time is around the corner. Please pay attention. Please pay attention. Please pay attention. Again, rest in peace to Congressman John Lewis. Like I said, he once said, your vote is the most powerful nonviolent tool that we have. So please exercise your right to vote. Thank you. Let's move on. Hey, 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 what you say, what you say, it's time to get to moving on a beautiful day. Hey, 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 what you say, what you say, it's time for unscripted dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Welcome back to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. It's your boy, Conjavius Phillips, a.k.a. King P. You already know. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook and Unscripted Dialogue. Again, at Facebook and Unscripted Dialogue. And on Twitter at I am underscore Conjavious. Again, that's Twitter at I am underscore Conjavious. Manny, you asked me a question. Would I opt in or opt out? I feel like I've been very, very clear and very, very open about why I wouldn't be playing right now. No matter the amount of money, no matter the penalty or consequence, I will not be playing right now. And that's just me. But my main concern was other headlines would take away some of the spotlight from what we should and need to be talking about, which is social injustice, the incompetence of leadership and racism. And Charles Barkley did exactly on the first night of basketball what I thought would happen. He decided to say the NBA players who don't kneel against racism aren't bad people. I'm going to read that again. He mainly said NBA players who don't kneel against racism aren't bad people. So in that statement alone, you are already wrong. Because if you aren't kneeling in unity, that means you don't feel like it's going on. Or you don't feel like you should be unified. Or that means you don't want to tie yourself. But we're not going to get out into all that. That's potato, 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 tomato, tomato. But let's play the clip of Charles Barkley. And my thing is, listen, that's not to mean different things to different people. Uh, I'm glad these guys are all unified. But if people, if people don't kneel, they're not a bad person. Uh, I want to make that perfectly clear. Uh, I'm glad they had unity. But if we have a guy who doesn't want to kneel because the anthem means something to him, he should not be vilified. Okay, before I get started, I'll just like to say I do know Charles Barkley get paid to say what he's thinking and to state his opinion. But on the outset, I'll just like to say I did hear Charles Barkley comments live and it did bother me for a split second. But then I realized who it was who was talking, Charles Barkley. Like, man, dude, he's been saying polarizing things when it comes to Black Lives Matter, Black Life period, and the flag. But like I said, like I said, like I said, it did affect me, but it didn't immediately after. Oh man. Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley. Okay. So Charles Barkley pretty much said the NBA players who don't kneel against racism aren't bad people. And that goes directly against the bigger message, which is unity. Everyone knows unity means uniform. Uniform means one. That's how that that word secession goes. 
so for Charles Barkley to get on TV and say that the people who don't kneel aren't bad people, I agree. But Charles Barkley, you have been on record saying you were tired of saying people kneel when the NFL were kneeling, NFL players were kneeling. You said Trayvon Martin should have been at home when he got killed by George Zimmerman, and you got and you said George Floyd should have been killed. Well, you didn't say that per se, but that's basically what I got from your comment. <clears throat> so what I'm saying to you is, if you're gonna say don't kneel, and the flag mean this to somebody on this side, okay, how that same empathy, sympathy, and apathy for the people who's kneeling, who's fighting for the justice, and who's fighting for the unity. Because, like I said before, your headline and your comments have now taken the spotlight off what needed to be talked about, which was Black Lives Matter, social injustice, racism, and the incompetence of the leaders of the world today. But you chose to get on there and say that people the NBA players who don't kneel aren't bad people which goes against the whole message anyway which was supposed to be unity and like I said unity breaks down to uniform uniform is defined as one so how can you say that Charles and another issue that I have with what you did and say you, you never keep it 50-50 you never Never keep it 50-50. It's always our fault. And I'm I'm very, very upset you brought the flag back up because you just gave them fuel to the flag argument. It's never been about the flag. It's never been about the flag. Never been about the flag. And for some reason, for some way, some reason, some way, some reason, people think the military owned the flag. Those miscreants don't own the flag. They just as dirty as as us civilians. How are we gonna say the flag is boom the militaries? No, that's stupid. But uh, Charles Barkley, I really could go on for like seven more minutes talking about you, but I'm not going to. Moral of the story is, people, just because you think it, don't mean you always have to say it. And if you have a great audience, a large audience, be very, very mindful of what you say. And understand the real definition of words that you use. <clears throat> and understand where they come from and how they should be used in the proper context. Like I tell you all, all the time, your words are powerful and your actions are more powerful. And Charles Barkley, you have some powerful words. And you really showed us where you stand. I am a part of the council culture. If you don't do what I like or go against what I believe, I don't have no use for you. But I'm not going to call for Charles Barkley to lose a job because I don't feel like another black man should be in the unemployment line. That's just how I am. So, Charles Barkley, you got to do better. You really got to do better. Peace. Tell me how you really feel. Ooh, yeah, baby. Unscripted dialogue. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. 
Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Unscripted. Dial. Walk.